Hello there, this is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Let's open our scripture to 2 Kings chapter 7, and I'm going to read from verse 3 to 9. Please, from the NIV, please. New International Version. 2 Kings chapter 7, I'm reading from verses 3 to 7. Now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, why stay here until we die? Verse 4, if we say we're going to the city, the famine is there and we will die. And if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. Aramia, Syria. If they spare us, we leave. If they kill us, then we die. Verse 5. At dusk, they got up and went on to the camp of the Arameans. When they reached the edge of the camp, no one was there. Verse 6. For the Lord had caused the Arameans to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army. May the Lord amplify your efforts in the mighty name of Jesus. May he bless the work of your hands. May you re- achieve results beyond your efforts in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not walk like an elephant and, and eat like an ant in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Grace is meant to amplify you. You will receive grace to be amplified in every area of life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So that they said to one another, look, The king of Israel has hired the Hittite and the Egyptian kings to attack us. You see, your deepest fears, God knows how to manifest, cause the deepest fears to cause confusion in the camp of the enemy. The Lord will use the instruments, the tools of the enemy against them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone that rises against you, the Lord will fight your battles for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Every tongue that rises against you shall be condemned in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. They have risen up, but the Lord will send confusion to their midst. They are programmed to self-destruct because what will destroy them is within them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Verse 7. So they got up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and donkeys. They left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. You will not fight battles in vain in the mighty name of you will not fight battles without booties in the mighty name of Jesus. Every challenge you've gone through will yield a reward in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Verse 8, the men who had leprosy reached the edge of the camp, entered one of the tents and ate and drank. Then they took silver, gold and clothes and went up and hid them. They said, you know what, we need to sort ourselves out. They returned and entered another tent and took some things from it and hid them also. Verse 9. Then they said to each other, what we are doing is not right. They remembered God, the fear of God. May you not forget God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In your prosperity, in your adversity, may you remember the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say, this is a day of good news and we are keeping it to ourselves. If we wait until daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let's go at once and report this to the royal palace. Amen. The title of my message this morning is Remembered for Greatness. 
Amen. And it's apt. Because this is Remembrance Sunday. It's about ordinary folks doing extraordinary things. Remember for greatness. One thing about greatness is that, you see, it's service that brought greatness. Let me just clear that. Service brought greatness. When we look at those, we are remembering World War I, World War II. It was at the effort they made in terms of laying down their lives in the service to preserve liberty in this nation. That's the reason why we are remembering them. And it attracts the good and the great. So today, we have the royal family. We have our political leaders laying wreath at the senator. Greatness attracts royalty. You, I don't know how to put it. It attracts. Greatness attracts. You understand? They lay down their lives. But today, the good and the mighty in the land. Amen. Likewise in this story, we see four lepers. When you think about the fact that lepers are outcasts in Israel in those days. And, well, there were many types of contagious diseases of the skin that were considered leprosy in those days. Once it's contagious, you have to be isolated. You have to be quarantined. I'm just using words that we should be familiar with now. Quarantine, isolation, isn't it? <laughs> so they were outcasts. They were pariahs insofar as we are concerned. You understand? In terms of what was happening in society, effectively, they were not fully engaged with the dynamics, with the daily workings of what was happening in Samaria. Samaria, by the way, was the capital of Israel. You understand? Capital of Israel. So let me give you a background for just to refresh our minds. I'm not saying you've know, you don't know the story. I know you've all studied your Bible, but I just want to remind us, because it's good when word is ministry never to assume that we uh, know the background in terms of what's happening. Okay? And so, well, let me say a few things and I'll give you a background. Uh, so what happened was... We had Ben-Hadad, the king of Aram, or Syria. So in NKJV, it would be Syria. That's what you will find. He mobilized his entire army, and they laid a siege, a complete siege around Samaria, which is the capital of Israel. Capital of Israel then, not now. It's Tel Aviv now. So it's capital of Israel in those days. It was a complete blockade. You know, I'm using modern terms, okay? Economic blockade. But it was blocked without humanitarian aspect. There was nothing like we let food in so that people would not die. There was nothing like we allow medicines in. It was complete and total blockade. And as a result of that blockade, so when you read from 2 Kings 6, I'm just giving it. As a result of that blockade, there was severe economic problems. There was famine. Children were having kwashoko. Adults were emaciated. You understand? It was so bad, this was so bad, that uh, two women agreed, who had two babies, agreed that, you know what, the way we can survive is that, you know, let's kill our children. We'll kill one today, okay, and once we finish and we manage and we survive, then we kill the other child so that we can survive. Hopefully, the siege, this me now, they didn't say that, okay, I'm just interpreting, the siege will be over by then. Now, I'm not judging them. May God not, may you not find yourself in a situation where you will, you will think of the unthinkable. Things that will not cross your mind. Ah, may you not be so for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And it was on the basis of that that, um, uh, and they now went, but however, one of the 
parties of the two women. One of them decided, okay, once they finished the baby of that one, she decided to keep her baby. And the women, woman who was cheated brought the case to the king. When she saw the king, she said to the king, uh, this is what happened, narrated the story. And the king tore his cloth and under it was sackcloth, representing, you know, mourning, ashes and mourning, you understand? Representing mourning. And he made a proclamation then that the head of Elisha, Elisha was the prophet over Israel who succeeded Elijah, would not be on his shoulder by the end of the day. So he sent a messenger, because he said this thing is from the Lord, so he sent a messenger ahead of him. And uh, by the time they got there, to, uh, to uh, the messenger got to Elisha's place, Elisha had picked up in the spirit that this was what was going to happen, and he had people with him. May you be sharp in the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. May your spirit be quickened in the mighty name of Jesus. May you be able to intercept the, 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 the works of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. And may you be able to intervene to frustrate the counsel of the enemy over you, over your household in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Very important. He picked it up in the spirit. And he said, ah, see what this man has said. He has said this wicked, uh, sort of a wicked, he, he, had, he was a, from a wicked genealogy anyway. Uh, he has sent a servant, a messenger, to basically behead me. And um, uh, so he asked them to stop, where the, those who were with him, to prevent the messenger from coming in. And by the grace of God, by the time the king arrived, Elisha had the solution. Effectively, he said, that uh, I'm trying to use a word, I'm trying to, because I'm afraid I don't want to, that the economic, I don't know, it's not really recession, you know. I don't want to, in those days they didn't print money, so inflation would, hyperinflation would have been the ideal time, you understand, but they didn't print money like we do these days to solve problems. But let's use hyperinflation, am I right? They said it will be over that things will become cheap because in those days there was, every product was very expensive. Said so things will be cheap by this time tomorrow. And we know that a, a one of his officers, of the king's officers said, will this be possible even if the Lord opens the window? And Elisha prophesied to that man, said you will see it, but you won't eat of it. And so we now enter this story and we find these four lepers that God will use. I want to say some extraordinary, because before God goes round, he considers. God wanted to bring about a manifestation of his prophetic mandate. He went to the house of the king, did not find anyone he could use. He went to the nobles, could not find anyone. Went to the leaders of the land, could not find anyone. Went to the priests of the land, could not find anyone. Went to the captains of industries, could not find anyone. Went to chiefs, could not find anyone. Heads, heads of schools and, 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 and doctors. Think of it. it. Consider them. I could not find it. You know why I know? Because when you will make David king and, and, and Samuel will present the first Eliab, I say, this must surely be anointed. They say, no, I've rejected. Which means it's considered before rejecting. And so God decided that, you know what? He looked around and it was four lepers he found to bring about the manifestation of his prophetic word. Because you know what? Earth must give up for heaven to release. It's a standard, you see, it, 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 it's, it's a standard across. So that is why Abraham had to sacrifice Isaac. He had to take Isaac to Mount Moriah. And God will now make it a covenant. His promise now became a covenant. A must that surely I will bless. You understand? Because earth must give up something for heaven to release 
its abundance. You understand? And so, God was looking for a, manif a way to manifest his prophetic mandate upon the face of the earth. And, and he was looking and he found four lepers. People who and I will consider rejects. The low of the lows. The outcasts. You understand? People who you will not say in a very dark time. Darkness. Darkness was upon the face of Israel. But you know the light of God arose upon them. Arise, shine. Your light has come. For the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. You understand? That's what, that's the scripture. You see that there was God's darkness upon the people over the land, over Israel. But the Lord arose upon these four. So that today we are remembering them for greatness. You understand? There were many lepers in Israel. But they were singled out. And today we speak about them. Why? I, can, I will give you reasons why they have become great. One of the reasons I will, it's, we are celebrating people now. They are long gone. World War I, World War II. Long gone. But we are remembering them for their service. Because the impact of those lepers was transgenerational. And it was global. Let me I'll tell you to, the reason why. How many thousands of years ago, over 3,000 years ago, you and I are still talking about the story. I'm using it as a way of ministering this morning, isn't it? And in addition, whether we like, I say it's global. It's not just in Israel. UK, that story is known, global. It's transgenerational. It's global. So they are remembered for greatness. Indeed, there may have been lepers, but they did great things. In rescuing and delivering a nation. May you be an instrument in rescuing and delivering men in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the time of need, when others were found wanting, God could count upon them. Let me continue. Share some things that made for their greatness. I've shared one already. Because what they did was transgenerational. It was global. Impact. They delivered a whole nation. The second thing I want to share is that they evaluated the situation and identified possibility. You see, when you look at them, they say, if we stay here, that's evaluation, we will die. If we enter the city, we will die. They said, but however, if we go to the Arameans, it is possible that we may die, but there's also a possibility that we will live. They evaluated the situation and identified possibilities. You understand? They saw possibilities. God gave them treasures. In hidden places. You and I will say it's the same thing like Cyrus, whether you like it or not. You understand Cyrus? The difference is that Cyrus had an army, isn't it? You see? And you, I'll get to another point, you will see later on, which will be my third point, that it doesn't matter. They used what they had. Cyrus used what he had. You know? So they identified possibilities. I pray that the Lord will open your eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. That your judgment will not be clouded. Such that you will not have the ability to see possibilities. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That your judgment will not be clouded. Judgment matters. The ability to make good decisions. It matters in life. In the mighty name of... You will not lead your family astray. Because of situation. Because of circumstances. In the mighty name of Jesus. That will not be your portion. Because the Lord is your light. And you have the Lord. <laughs> you have the Lord. You have the Lord. You will not lead your family astray. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because that direction is your portion. It will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And the uh, possibilities. Identify possibilities. You can give example. Identify possibilities. In the midst of dark situations, 
others, as far as we know, did not evaluate like that, or if they evaluated, they did not reach the same conclusion. Or if they reached a conclusion, they did not do these things that the, that the four lepers did. Which leads me to my second point. They put what they had to use. I mentioned that there was Cyrus. God, by his grace and in, in, in his infinite wisdom, decided to give Cyrus treasures in hidden places by enabling him to uh, conquer other nations. And he had the title of king of kings, whether we like it or he did. He had authority over kings. You say, Cyrus, uh, these ones are greater. Because insofar as God, you have to use what you have. Like I said, for heaven to respond, earth must give up something. And so what did they have? They had their minds. Because they reasoned. The reason why I know they reasoned said, if we stay here, we will die. If we enter the city, we will die. However, if we go to the Arameans, to the camp of Aram, we may live, but we may also die. But however, either way, there's a possibility we'll take a chance. They put what they had to use. They had their, they had their mind. They had their mouth, so they spoke. They had their feet. The reason why we know is they walked. You see, I can guarantee you it wasn't uh, any other mobility. If horses were being beheaded, were being sold, so that they could be sold for food, you can guarantee they didn't have camel, they didn't have horses to climb. They had to walk. So, if you are looking to change jobs, get your LinkedIn profile ready, your CV. You understand what I'm saying? If you are looking for your business, get your business plan ready. You understand? If your finances are in disarray, look for resources and people to help you put it together. You understand? God will just put people around you. He, will, he has, you can read. You understand? Sometimes I say to you, you can read. You, are, you have been sent to school. God will not do what you can do. You understand? Because by his mercy, he has given you that gift to be able to do such a thing. And he has called you into partnership with him. You understand? Because he wants you to be like, he doesn't want you to feel worthless or useless. The other point I want to make is, my third point, they were hungry for change. They were not satisfied with the status quo. You see, in the, in, in the kingdom, when I say hunger, I'm not talking about physical hunger now. Well, they were hungry for change. There was that desire. There was that passion for a change. Desperation. They were desperate. I think they used the word, I'm desperate for you. Ah, yeah, that song. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Unified Praise. And... In the kingdom, to progress, define progress, you need hunger. It is the currency for growth in the kingdom. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You will see it across the scripture. Say, David is a man after my own heart. So you see, there's a passion, there's an hunger. And God elevated him as king, took him from following the sheep and put him as shepherd over his people, as king over his people, Israel. So hunger is a currency, you understand, for growth, for promotion, for elevation in the kingdom. It's a prerequisite. There's nothing you can do without. The other thing what that hunger does is that it fuels whatever you want to do, your dreams, you understand? If you have a hunger and if you have a passion, it fuels. You understand? Even when things are not going well, the way they should go. Once hunger is there, you understand, you can proceed. I remember a man of God, long time, John Knox, the great John, he said, give me Scotland or I die. That was desperation. Say to God, that was his prayer, give me Scotland or I die. 
and he did things in his time to bring Scotland to Christ. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that indeed not just Scotland, but England, Wales, Ireland will be for Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want to add what they were audacious. Audacity. My wife said audacity of all. This one is true audacity, not the one you put in book. True, they were truly audacious. They took risk. It takes boldness. We, it wasn't certain death. On certain death, there was a possibility. They could have sat in their comfort zones, even though it was not comfortable. I mean, everyone, there was no one in Samaria that was comfortable. You understand? It was a very serious time. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You understand? They could have said, but they chose to audacity. They dared to dream. You know, some people wouldn't even think about it. When I said you, some people wouldn't even dare to think or dare to hope. Some people were just waiting to just die. They dared to hope that there was a possibility that they could live. And they had the audacity to take the step. They had the audacity to dream. And this is my sixth point. They were dead to popular opinion. How do I know? I said there were other lepers in Israel. In the kingdom, when one is going to go far, there will be a period where you need to go further that the price to pay is that you die to popular opinion. You will take that narrow way and difficult way that others will not take to separate you. Because wide is the road that leads to destruction, isn't it? But narrow is the way, and difficult is the way that leads to life. It's not about popular opinion. You need to die to popular opinion. If popular opinion was the basis in which we did Christianity, there would be nothing like peer pressure. It would be easy. Okay? I said there were other lepers in Israel, but they took a decision and they went together. They died to popular opinion. Majority were in the city, Samaria. But they took a decision that probably did not have uh, uh, popular backing. You understand? They would rather have the approval of Jesus than the approval of men. Let me add this. They were God-fearing and had the knowledge of God. I need to say this because it's one thing to be hungry, passionate, but it's another thing to have knowledge. Zeal without knowledge is dangerous. You know, um, some of us know, I mean, hunger, passionate for the law. If you're not careful, you make mistakes, errors, like me. I don't know. No, vigil is when I should share my story about when I, you know, when I read Ezekiel, the king of Tyre, and I began to bind and lose. <laughs> I didn't know that those things can respond. And they appeared in my room. It was the mercy of God that delivered me. I'm not going to, this is not vigil, so let's leave that there. You understand? So, ignorance has a cost. And people who are hungry and passionate, if you don't align it with knowledge, you can be led easily into error. And so when you see people that you are discipling and they are hungry, make sure you bring them, you channel their effort, you direct them properly. I remember some years ago, I read the story in the in Metro. There was a woman 
Christian, her Christian sister, she went on a fast for 40 days and 40 nights. No water, no food. She died because it didn't come with knowledge. When Christ and Moses did it, it wasn't on their own. There was an enablement that came from above. They were operating by the Spirit. You understand? Operating purely. They were sustained by God. It came with knowledge. Why did I say the lepers had knowledge? They got there. They said, we should not do such a thing. You understand? The fear of God. Knowledge of God was there. They were trained in the way of the Lord. They said, hmm. If we continue this way, by daybreak, punishment will come upon us. So therefore, this deliverance is not just for us. It is for the whole nation. So we need to go to the royal palace. Amen. Okay, let me quickly just give you these ones. They were directed by God. Their footstep was directed by God. How do I know? Their path was directed by God. You know why I think so? This is me. Imagination. They left at dusk. You understand? When it was getting dark. Imagine if they left in broad daylight. You understand? That's it. Your path. And the Arameans are hearing sounds of chariots and horses. Because those guys, we have watchmen, remember? And they look from their watchtower. And they don't see, ah, we are just seeing four lepers. <laughs> we can't see chariots. And us, they see with up. your May the Lord direct your steps in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It's a work of the Spirit. You understand? May the Lord direct your steps in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You understand? Amen. No, let me mention this point before I say this. They were set in the right company. I need to say that the right company, being in the right company, in the right fellowship, it's a platform for your elevation. It's a platform for your progress. There were four. There were other lepers in Israel, but they were just the four that progressed. Why? Maybe they spoke and said, no. But someone would have seen grace in the life of someone and said, mm, I need to tap into what this person said. They were in the right company. May I just, let's go to this and let's start. let's start. Let's start the journey from there. You understand? Uh -huh. four, there were four of us. Uh, four, four. Uh, so, that they, they, so that they will say, we are, calling, uh, we are calling ourselves lepers. You lepers, I'm, I'm excluding myself. So four lepers, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want anyone to be offended. So I know you guys look dapper. Sure, but you guys, we need to put on blinkers to think we are hungry, emaciated. We have not eaten for days. We are on, you know, compulsory hunger strike. Not voluntary, involuntary. So we are emaciated. And my, this point is they are encouragers. I imagine when they started, you understand? This one will require participation. You will sing with me. And they were about going. Oh, yeah, let's walk slow, slow. You know, you act hungry, tired, and we're like... And one of them said, is it even worth it? Let's turn back. Another will say, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. You know, they are making divine progress. God is progressing them small by small. But you know, they are tired. They are weak. They are emancipated. Nothing is going wrong. You understand? This one serious hunger. You understand? I'm sure they were lean like skeletons. You understand? They were just, so they kept on going. Another person, somebody fell down. And then, you raised me up to stand. 
and upon the mountains. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. I am strong when I am on your shoulders. You make to more than I can be. And then they continued. And then they said, we're tired. Can we make, you know why? The Bible does not tell us the distance. But for a person who's hungry, I can tell you they have a headache. You go, go to one day without eating, two days. One day and one night, not see if you won't have a headache. You understand? And let, I can show a paracetamol will not kill your headache. You understand? At that point, it is hunger. So, they were all tired. And they said, what we will do? I said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord which made heaven and earth. He said, he will not suffer thy food, our food to be moved. The Lord that keepeth thee, he will not slumber nor sleep. For the Lord is thy keeper, the Lord he is thy shade upon thy Upon thy right for the sun will not smite us by day, nor the moon by night. He will preserve us so even forevermore. Oh, yeah. My help, my help, all of my help cometh from the Lord. And so shall it be for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the grace and mercy of God be for your help in the mighty name, the day of trouble. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will not lack all, you will not lack help. In the precious mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Lord will be your shield. The Lord is your strength. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Give a round of applause to my wonderful actors here. Thank you so much. Let's rise up if we can. I'm going to take a few prayer points and then we're going to do this. It's three prayers. They did that the Lord helped them to enter into their greatness. Many people give up on the cusp of breakthrough. May that not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. First prayer point, I want us to ask for the Lord grace in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Grace to proceed, grace to progress in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I ask for grace in the mighty name of Jesus Grace, Lord. Grace, Lord. Grace, Lord. Grace, Lord. Grace, Lord. 
Grace, Lord. Grace, Lord. Grace to press on till the end. Grace to press on till the end in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Grace to press on in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm cutting short. I'll just make it two. This one we're doing together. I'm not going to say join hands physically, but imagine that you are joining hands with someone. Everyone that presses to greatness is not because it's convenient. There will be a demand upon you that is beyond you. And so Jacob will wrestle with the Lord at Penel all night. And as he got to daybreak, the Lord would touch his hip and he went out of joints. And he said, let me go. That's the Lord said, let me go. And Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. It was disjointed. It was late. It was disabled. It was a disability at that point in time. It was, but Jacob did not let go. Said, I didn't get this far to lose it. Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, when he, when he was led by the Spirit to fast for 40 days, the reason why the devil said, because he had not received what he came for. It was after that that the power came upon me. I want us, I said, Jacob wrestled all night. If I can now prayer back for the next two minutes, I want us to pray as one in the spirit in terms of pressing into our divinely into our progress. We are pressing in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray in the spirit for two minutes. The Lord is your light and your salvation. The Lord is the stronghold of your life. When your enemies gather around you, they will scatter, they will flee in the mighty name of Jesus. You will attend to the progress. You will attend to blessing. You will attend to breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus four four two zero eight five nine seven triple one zero. Or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.